You're listening to episode number 371 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Wanna gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. You guys got to stop with this text thing. I'm done. I had to just send one, one last one. Yeah. Why didn't you mute your phone? It's not my phone doing it. It's my computer doing it. Oh, your Mac is doing it. Yes. Oh, Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm done. No more text during the podcast. Yeah. Especially not to the, no the group that's talking. Right. Seems right. Kind exactly. Of silly. Can't hide it. Exactly. Can't hide it from him. He's a part of the text conversation. Oh, but Mrs. Tony is in the text conversation and she's not on the conver- on our conversation right. live. So I right. wanted to, you know, include sure. her. Sure. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, so uh, 360 Vegas, a la 360 Vegas Vacation Tony, got a bit of a cameo in this week's um, Tim Law. Podcast A Better Life because he asked us what's one thing that we would recommend to a newbie uh, Vegas goer. Yeah. And my bit of advice was, uh, I, you know, because I figured people were going to be like, you know, make sure to check out the fountains of Bellagio, see the volcano erupt in front of Mirage. Like I wanted to do a little something different. And so <laughs> I wanted to share with you guys more so Mark than Karen, but Karen, I still want to get your thoughts on this. Okay. My, uh, my little like 90 second segment that I provided was I thought there was great value for those who might be cigar smokers or at least want to be cigar smokers while in Vegas. I recommended the Davidoff lounge outside of the uh, fashion show mall across the street from Wynn, as well as the Monte Cristo cigar bar at um, Caesar's palace, because you can get some quality comped cocktails there. Uh, And I just wondered what, you know, Especially if you're if you're trying to advise the the Vegas newbie of things that maybe can wait until your second or your third trip to Vegas, like what's something that you you guys think somebody really should do on their truly first trip to Las Vegas? Go to downtown. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's something that I'm surprised that people have. Like my parents have been to Vegas, but they weren't. They didn't go downtown. Um, oh, they haven't. No, they no. haven't been downtown. Before. Put that on the itinerary. And there's there's a lot of people that I've seen that you guys got to stop. I didn't that do might it. be coming from my wife now. Yeah, she didn't hear your "you have to stop" thing. <laughs> text back to the group right now and say, stop while we're recording. I don't think she wants that. <laughs> I will text her. Please continue, Mark. Your parents. 
Never been to downtown. Oh, and it just surprises me that how often people come to Vegas and don't make it to downtown. I don't... Yeah, I think that um, when they think of Vegas, they don't necessarily think of downtown, which is too bad because downtown is a whole other type of Vegas. So I think it's it's fun to compare and contrast between the Strip and downtown. Yeah. I mean, I do agree that downtown is something people should see. I don't, you know, first trip, I don't know. Um, I, it definitely wasn't on my first trip or my second, I don't see? think. But I don't know. Now I'm trying to think of, again, you guys put me on the spot like this. I'm like, what's the one thing you should do? Um, right. Find a really good restaurant and splurge and go eat someplace. That's okay. that's. But again, I'm a foodie, so so that's on my must-do list. But I always, no matter where I go, I, I use Yelp to find fun places to try and eat. So, um, but yeah, food is always a motivating factor for me. That's how I got my wife to go to Vegas. She had literally zero interest. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but gentlemen, listen up. If you can't seem to get your significant other oh, yeah. to, to have an interest in Vegas, maybe go on the foodie route is the way to go. My wife was so excited about getting to eat at Mario Batali and um, uh, Bobby Flay and, you know, just the people that she would watch on, on, on the Food Network and to be able to eat at their restaurants. That was how I got her to want to come out with me mm -hmm. for her very first time to Vegas. So play to what your significant other's interests are. I guarantee you. And that would have been actually, that might've been the best bit of advice that I gave. But, but again, that's to people who know Vegas, right? Like, like uh, I think about Mississippi Rob, or I think about Tim Lawson, like people who kind of sort of may have to conjole yeah. their spouses to, to come with them. I'm like, you know what? You got to play to their interests. Well, and Chris Moore's wife was the same way. She, she had no interest in, I mean, every time Chris wanted to go to Vegas, she was like, ugh, again. And right. you know, we've now converted her as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but no, I, I agree with that because for the longest time I never wanted to go back to Vegas and Mark um, figured out how to, um, convince me, which is by saying, okay, so she needs a spa day, she needs a pool day, and she wants at least one really good meal. And he always made yeah. sure that that was baked into the vacations, and it worked. Absolutely. Then it's because then it becomes truly a vacation for each right. partner, you know, in that in that couple. Right. Mark, I apologize. I may have uh, I may have sidetracked your uh, your conversation. Did you have uh, any thoughts about uh, before we started the show? No. All right. Well, then let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. MGM Resorts employs an estimated 35,000 employees worldwide, less than half the number employed before the pandemic. Wow. I know. That's fucked up. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, those oh. are all those efficiencies they were talking about. Well, that's oh. MGM. Yeah. I, I thought, uh, yeah. are you talking about Caesars? No, both of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have a friend that, that works at MGM corporate and she was, you know, talking about the number of, of people that they've laid off and then tried to find, and we've seen it on the casino floors even. I mean, with them going to more um, digital gaming, right? you know, where you don't need the, the dealers and all that fun stuff. It's, you know. I think we're going to have to start getting used to uh, roll to win craps. Ugh. Yes. Unless you want to play $25 craps. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I should I give it a try before I knock it. Hopefully, uh, future iterations will fix the screen so it's more uh, felt-like, mm -hmm. but I, I think we need to embrace embrace that we at least still have the ability to throw the dice. I mean, yep. it, it could have been worse. 
could be yeah. the, like the bubble craps or something where push oh, the God. button. I know, right? God, <laughs> yeah. I hate that. You know, all joking aside, don't give them any ideas because I could very much see a, a scenario, gang, where you have a full size craps table with a bubble over it, like it's a like it's that one that what was that game that we used to play as a kid where you popped the little popple, I think is what it was called, Trouble. and that's what Trouble. it's going to be. You press down on it, and the whole giant dice they fill up the the length of a, you know the tub <laughs> of a craps table. We better be careful what we what what ideas we give the casinos. Right. Who knows at this point? Next up, let's talk about the twit pick of the week. Shining lights. Glowing neon, flashing bulbs bathed in magic. Welcome to Fremont Street pre-canopy and post many, many drinks. That special time when you're in that sweet spot, loving life and enjoying the only in Vegas scenery of your happy place. At loss underscore when coined it Fremont Street glare. We call it mesmerizing. <laughs> I don't know if it's glare so much as a blur. Right. <laughs> when you start, uh, yes. you start seeing the fuzzies on on the sides, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute!" I love it. God, I love it. <laughs> I love that image, and and I get. I mean, let me tell you why I personally would have picked this to be the twit pick of the week. You know, if 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 assigned that responsibility, and I've said it for the same reason I would pick it before. This is what my eyesight sees at a certain level in the night after just copious amounts of and let's be real honest crappy well drink rum right like yeah. i know i'm i'm saying i want a bacardi diet they're not bringing me bacardi no they're bringing me bicotto <laughs> rum at that point right <laughs> and i can't tell the difference so who cares but the problem is oh, you usually feel it the next cares. day <laughs> right yeah the next day you care, care. <laughs> yes yes when poor nora uh, norma and joey gibson are nursing me back to life at the uh at the uh, canopy or the cosmo cabana cosmopolitan yeah. cabana pool but this is the uh, gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and i and i still love the h's in the horseshoe yeah. Binion sign. I just, God, I just dig that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for that conversation. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get back into the news. Mm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Dear listeners, <laughs> I'm not drunk. Worst part, I actually worked out, so I've got uh, endorphins. So my apologies if I'm all over the place. He's, he's a little, little energetic right now. A little energetic right now. Uh, let's talk about a very a thing that actually does kill the endorphin. Right. Masks are back. I was just thinking that. I'm like, how is he going to transition this into something happy? <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory masks for all people indoors, including those vaccinated, goes into effect today at midnight. Or no, it was Thursday, wasn't it? Well, it was 12.01 Friday morning. Right, right. Yeah. The change comes as reported cases of COVID continue to rise in Las Vegas. No word how long the new mandate will last. Nevada's test positive rate currently resides at 13.7, while Clark County increased to 14.9. It said the pandemic has become a, quote, pandemic of the unvaccinated, as nearly all patients in Nevada hospitals are reported as unvaccinated. In an attempt to encourage more vaccinations, MGM Resorts is requiring all employees to provide proof of vaccination or pay $15 per week for weekly mandatory tests. Those who test positive will be notified that they must quarantine, and if the employee isn't fully vaccinated, they will not be paid during their time in quarantine. 
Caesars Entertainment experienced the impact of the new mandate when they received a 42% spike in cancellations, the highest since December of 2020. That said, weekends for the foreseeable future are forecasted to be at full occupancy. (sighs) That's crazy. Yeah. That cancellation number at Caesars is is mind-boggling. I don't don't blame them. I mean, it's... uh, I keep saying this. It's... We... We're tired of dealing with COVID. Like, just, just fine. Uh, just, it, what, what do we have to do to get this done? Yeah, and I, I think, I think a lot of it depends on your mindset when you're going into this. If you were looking forward to a regular Vegas type vacation where you didn't have to wear a mask, and if because you're vaccinated and can walk around and do everything, yes, this is going to be very d- disappointing. It's, the the other mindset you can kind of have to this is, uh, you know, okay, fine, the numbers are going back up. I get it. it Okay, as but long if it's as the as long unvaccinated as, dying, what is the point? Why does everybody else? Because well, what they're saying now is with this new Delta variant, um, even people that have been vaccinated can get well, it. Okay, but the people who care about that got their vaccination. Like it feels like we're just being punished. They're going, listen, you know, when we said, you know, they're it, trying to protect the unvaccinated people that are too stubborn or stupid. maybe for a medical reason can't get the vaccine and so they're trying to protect those the people vast majority of this number is just stupid punish i'm not going to say that but uh, you know there's a lot of people that for whatever reason refuse to get the vaccine they're the ones that are getting sick now unfortunately even some of the people that are vaccinated are helping to transmit it because if you're vaccinated and you do catch it you're less likely to be sim- symptomatic but you can still pass it along which is why they're putting the mask back on the vaccinated people so the whole thing is just it, it i heard somebody today say you know we thought that we were starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel right and now it's starting to feel like oh shit that's not a light that's a train right so uh, it's it's frustrating absolutely and i yeah. guess you, then you have to kind of sit back and think all right how is this going to affect what i want to do on a regular basis so you know we have concerts take tickets coming up in about a month and a half yeah are we still going to go if the mask mandate is still in place and we're going to have to wear a mask during the whole concert? Right. Uh, you know, it's stuff like that. You, you got to, I mean, we can still go to the concert and as long as honestly, in my mind, as long as they don't cut back the occupancy, I'm okay with wearing a mask because yeah. they cut back the occupancy and that's a whole nother issue. I'm just annoyed that it's like, <laughs> I, I, I got the damn shot. I did what I was supposed to fucking do. Now, when do I get to just live normal life again? I thought like we were getting close to the end too. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. And unfortunately, the numbers aren't proving that. Uh, Then next up, Game Day Express. To help address the parking situation professional sports have created in Las Vegas, the Regional Transportation Commission has partnered with the Las Vegas Raiders to create the Game Day Express. Beginning August 14th and continuing through the end of the regular season, these routes will take riders directly to and from the stadium and only cost $4 round trip. They will have five pickup locations. They are Red Rock, Green Valley Ranch, Santa Fe Station, Boulder Station, and M Resort. This service is also offered for Vegas Golden Knights games. That's awesome. It's That's ingenious. It's interesting, though, that most of those, most of those locations are stations properties. Right. All but M. All but M. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. <laughs> but, I mean, you think about it, though. The, the ride from... Green or from Red Rock to the Raiders Stadium. I mean, that's going to take you a good, with no traffic, twenty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. I would think you'd have to build in a good forty-five to an hour 
considering the amount of traffic based on recent events that they've held there mm-hmm. to try to actually get to the stadium. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Yeah. But you could also look at it from stations as saying, all right, all these people are coming into town for these events. Let's get them to stay with me. Well, and that's why I wanted to report it is, you know, you're already coming into town. You're paying a whole lot of money to go to these games, you know, for tickets. You know, you can stay at a, at Green Valley Ranch or Red because Rock. Or- I, there was somebody on, on Twitter the other day that reached out to, I think, Vital Vegas and Las Vegas locally. And he's like, hey, I can't get, I might have mentioned this last week, I, I can't find any rooms at MGM on this particular day and you know Caesars rates are through the roof what's going on it was because it was the night before a Raiders game right of course so if you're looking Saturdays for something Saturdays are going to be ast- if you thought they were yeah. astronomical before yeah they're going to be through the roof now on home games yeah yeah the, it's going to be crazy so I mean there's an alternative now if you you want to and I don't know how well they're going to advertise this but hey come if you want to gamble Come stay at one of our local properties. Not only, A, are the table limits going to be better. Mm-hmm. B, um, at least Green Valley and Red Rock are attached to like a, a downtown mall entertainment shopping kind of district. So you've got other things to do. Um, and C, it only costs you four bucks, which, you know, parking, I think, is like 25 to 50 or something. So yeah. there's a lot of advantages to that. And it could be a very different sort of vacation for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I am I am reticent to even ask this sports ball question, <laughs> but many of our friends, uh, our 360 Vegas friends who live in the greater Chicagoland area, were losing their ever-loving minds over the Cubs today. What what was going on that everybody was posting R.I.P. Cubs? Any any ideas? Any insights? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we we, no? we don't we don't follow that particular type of sports ball. Um, I gotcha. I, I think cool. just welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just though, based on the headlines, the, the short of it is they were trading away a lot of their key players. Oh, and so when okay. you do that, you, they're going into a rebuilding period or something. And so that usually means they're going to suck for a couple years. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think cool. I think that's what it was. And that is the only answer I need to know. No need for anybody else to <laughs> chime in on Twitter. <laughs> Unless I was absolutely wrong. <laughs> But I don't think I am. <laughs> Holy shit. So people came out of the woodwork when I misnamed um, the Blue Oyster Club with the deep blue something. Oh, right, right, On last right, week's right, podcast. Right. Yeah. I'm like, got it, got it, got it, got it. They, if, listen, this is the best part about, you know, the podcast sphere is if you get something wrong, listeners, they're going to let you know. Right. They're not pulling any punches. Oh, yes. They will let you know when you done screwed up. <laughs> Um, are you guys, do you, did you guys ever watch VH1? Uh, it's literally like 1999, 2000, 2001, when they had the television game show, Beat the Geeks. No, no. I don't think I ever oh, saw that one. Oh, you guys missed it. So very, very briefly, edit it if you're so inclined. Long story short is you had, you had four geeks going up against a layman, like say you and me. And what would happen is these geeks were in there, had their own category. You had the TV geek, you had the movie geek, you had the music geek, and then you had the one-off geek. It could be the Simpsons geek. It could be the Led Zeppelin uh, 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 geek. It could be the, the um, Wes Craven geek, right? Okay. And, and so, and literally it was a trivia game where the layman would go up against these geeks. And I'll tell you what, 
yeah, as, 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 you know, anybody that watches game shows, you know, kind of sits in that proverbial chair of the contestant and you're going up against, you know, whomever, whatever the, the game show is. And I used to get my ass slaughtered by the music geek. Like I never knew any of the okay, music that, geek answers. That doesn't surprise us at all. Given your, no, right, no, you, you have, you have a time frame. Was, that, was <laughs> it on the Golden Girl soundtrack? No, <laughs> then I don't know. Was it a crooner? No? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Not, but not I sure. used to kill it on the TV geek questions. So it, so long story short, it does not surprise me that I totally whiffed the ball on the um, Deep Blue Something versus Blue Oyster <laughs> Club <laughs> reference last week. But we should get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prep bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the Las Vegas Sun is reporting that Phil Ruffin's Las Vegas Festival grounds on the corner of Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard on the land formerly known as the original El Rancho is one of the sites being looked at for the development of a baseball stadium should the Oakland A's decide to relocate to Las Vegas. The city of Oakland voted to approve the development for a new stadium last week. However, it's unclear if the vote will be enough to keep the team in Oakland. Keep them. I got to say that that would be a sexy place to put a baseball stadium. That would be. That actually, I like that much better than a lot of the other things have been thrown out, like the Rio site and all that kind of stuff. This this one makes sense. Yeah. This one makes a lot of sense. That's some pretty expensive real estate that you're taking up. But uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that would be a cool place to put one. But it's interesting. I didn't realize that the Oakland, the city of Oakland, voted to approve a new site or a new yeah, Cleveland stadium. Vo- voted to approve, and they still lost their team. No, so that's true. Vital Vegas is reporting that the next incarnation of Legends in Concert at Tropicana will have a British invasion invasion theme featuring names like Freddie Mercury, George Michael, and Elton John. No word on when the production will make the change. I like that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I would go. I would go check that out. Cromwell has removed its advertising of favorable table games and replaced it with a Giada's advert. Ugh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. I.e., no more favorable table games. Right. <laughs> Thank you, El Dorado. Brooklyn Bowl is introducing a new screening software that uses magnetic field sensors as well as AI to look for weapons. The technology can screen up to 3,600 people per hour, or otherwise said, one person per second. Holy shit. The manufacturer says other Vegas venues and properties are in talks to bring this device to their establishment. I like that. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, people can't even walk through that fast, so even if it can screen people that fast, right? I mean, you're giving yourself some cushion. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. BattleBots 2021 World Championship will be held at Caesars for select dates started August 23rd through September 4th. Tickets start at $40 and are avail- available via Eventbrite. Caesars Entertainment is, tra- is changing out a large number of its table games to be replaced by their electronic counterparts. The most recent count shows a reduction of 92 live tables across eight properties. Wow. I can't believe they lost that many. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that's on average about 11 per property. I mean, that's just a little more I mean, than 11. Not, yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds like a whole pit. Like, that's yeah. basically what they're doing is taking a whole pit and converting it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. I'm, I, I, I feel like and 
um, I'm, and it's hard to tell how much of this is an El Dorado problem and how much this is a COVID problem, or maybe how much of it is, for, you know, from column A and a little bit from column B. Or a I'm just problem. I'm hoping that this is just a phase that Vegas is going through because this is a, re- in my opinion, this is actually a really depressing time to see what's happening for tourists that enjoy things in Las Vegas, yeah. decent odds, hell, any table, real quote unquote, real table games that aren't machines. Right. right. Well, and that's uh, what I'm concerned is it almost seems like it's going to get to the point that if you want to actually play a table game, you have to go to the high limit room. That's what it feels like this is moving towards because I don't know, maybe in 40 years, but I don't know. But even, I mean, think about it with the table minimums at 25. Now that's, you see a hundred dollar table on the floor. Yeah. That used to be just in the high lim- limit room. Yeah. I mean, they're it's, I'm just concerned. That's the direction it's going. Like you have to be a high roller to play an actual table game. Hmm. Maybe it's not in the high limit room. But even if it's on the floor, like I said, if it's a hundred bucks a hand, right? Yeah, ain't many people that can afford to play that. I I, I completely agree. I, I completely agree. I don't. I just I just don't know what's happening right now. So we'll move on. Angels and Airwaves released their newest music video, quote, "Losing My Mind," featuring lots of Las Vegas. For those of you interested, we will have a link on the blog to said video. The song was okay. The video was cool. I was going to say, we've, I like a cu- couple of songs by Angels and Airwaves, so yeah. I'll have to at least check that out. Yeah. Vital Vegas hey, is... Hey, oh. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, yo, whoa. You know your place. No, you just like trying to write me out of the all show? Right, all right, Vital Vegas is reporting that the Laurel Lounge at Paris will be converted to into another Vanderpump Lounge. The transformation is expected to be complete this winter. Blah. I know. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Peyote is the newest restaurant lounge to find a home at Ferguson's on Fremont Street. Brought to you by the man behind Disco Pussy, Commonwealth, and Park on Fremont, Peyote is expected to open in late August, early September, and feature dishes like mini shrimp toast topped with wild smoked salmon roe and Carolina gold rice risotto with grilled corn, sunflower seeds, leeks, and almond and almond milk to name a few yum those both sound delicious see and that's why i put them in there like i th- i was like i feel like i need to describe what's coming you know what do they got planned for this i appreciate that because it does give you a little bit of insight in sort of what they're what they're gonna be doing i mean shrimp toast that that right there is a favorite yeah um and then you add salmon roe on top of it that sounds delicious and you know <laughs> you can't ever go wrong with uh with risotto yeah especially when it's carolina gold rice yeah yeah well yeah, i wrote a good one Thank you. <laughs> so, so, that, that really is what it boiled down to. Finally, Mark. Finally. <laughs> Finally, something food related that he caught right. Uh, Daniel Anteveros, formerly of Scotch 80 Prime at Palms, was announced as the executive chef for the highly anticipated Carver Steak coming soon to Resorts World. Okay. Another steakhouse mm-hmm. to try. Yeah. I'd try it. I will try it. The Scotch 80 was yummy. Yeah. So that, yeah. that bodes well. Yeah. Tiger Sugar, known for its Tiger Stripe Brown Sugar Bubble Tea, is coming to Resorts World, specifically in the famous food Street Eats. No word when exactly it will open as it's officially listed as coming soon. I don't get bubble tea. I, I don't understand I don't either. It. Yeah, I mean, so, um, but I, I think I know it is. It, it's an Asian um, drink, so I think it fits mm-hmm. in very well with their theme. Yeah. 
which I like their thing. They, they seem to be relatively consistent with it. They may have like one or two Americana sort of spots, but for the most part, they, they're sticking with what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The resorts world just doesn't have anything that's bringing me to it. Well, well no, not you. That's not true. It's bring it, like when Katy Perry's playing. We're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna there. go. Yeah. Like on that. That's that's what'll bring me there. We should get dinner reservations. Oh yeah. Beforehand, of course. Okay. <laughs> for the <laughs> for the fourth straight month, the state of Nevada gaming win exceeded one billion dollars, and Clark County itself hit one billion for just the third time ever in June. The last time the state showed wins this abundant was just before the Great Recession. Wow. Well, when you jack the price up on the table games, it's easier to. I know, but rack we're paying. It's the problem. I know we are. Like they're making money. They're set. Like, like this this thing about it is like we're all playing these new higher limits, and they're setting new sales records, and they're like, "Why didn't we do this a long time ago?" Yeah. And we're like, "No, it's got to be less." And they're like, "Fuck you, it does." <laughs> we're like, "No wait, pent up demand," and they're like, "Yeah, and that demand's gonna stick around right, too." Exactly. So here we go. It's costly. John Kunkel of 50 Eggs Hospitality, proprietors of multiple restaurants at Venetian Palazzo, including Yardbird and Chica, are opening their first Japanese restaurant at Palazzo named Wakuda after chef Tetsuya Wakuda. The new restaurant is expected to take over the space formerly uh, home to Morel's French... Holy shit, that's the part that I trip over. I know, it's Morel's. <laughs> you messed Are that you up. Let me try this again. <laughs> Formerly home to Morel's French Steakhouse and Bistro, and it will open in early 2022. <laughs> God, <laughs> he gives me all of these words, and I'm like, I'm going to knock this did one out of the ballpark. Great on the pronunciation. Yeah. And then I can't get the word morels out of my mouth <laughs> i'm surprised i i guess i'm i don't know kind of surprised and disappointed that morels is going uh, although i've only eaten there once and it was good but it's just it's like such an iconic venetian palazzo spot that it, it just seems sort of sad that it's going hmm. i don't know yeah i'm not that familiar with it i mean it's again it's french so right. it's a little fancier than your taste right right but yeah I, although I don't see you trying the Japanese spot either. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Listen, and Mark, I'll tell you what, buddy. Um, my wife and I have eaten at all, I think all of the Bellagio restaurants and some of them more than once with the one exception of, and this is what's going to pain you guys to the core, with the exception of Picasso. And the reason why we don't we've never eaten there is because it is a true blue French menu. And there's and look and look and look as we might at the menu. There's nothing on there that we think we would get the money's value out of off from the things that we would order. And the reason why I, I wonder if perhaps this will pain the two of you to the core is because that is the restaurant that's actually highlighted in Ocean's Eleven that is still there today, despite, oh. you know, the different renos that they've done. And they right. don't have that mm. beautiful staircase that Julia Roberts comes down when she gets introduced in the movie um, that the Picasso restaurant is still there. And my wife and I just were like, no way this we have no interest to eat at, at a French restaurant. There's just it's yeah. just not our jam. So so two things. One, um, I am not a huge fan of French food either. Um, I find it overly fussy Um, and sometimes, which is funny because I like fancy food, but I just French to me just isn't, 
I don't know. It's not my favorite. Fussy. But secondly, Tony, um, whereas that's the only restaurant you haven't eaten at at Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I guess there's two. There's I've only eaten at two restaurants at Bellagio. Uh, being the new Spago location and Mayfair Supper Club, and that's it. The only thing I've eaten there is at Fix. Oh, that's what hmm. you did, because you, you went there when I went to the buffet, right? Right. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really consider the buffet a restaurant, but I've eaten there. But otherwise, yeah, all the other restaurants that line the the lagoon and everything else, nope, haven't been to them. Oh, you're, you're missing out, uh, Karen. I, I highly, and I mean highly, as a matter of fact, um, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll mention it again, my my uh a buddy of mine, Jeff, you guys know Jeff, he's getting, he's getting married, mm-hmm. uh, in, in October. And so we're, we're my wife and, and, and her brother are, and I are taking Jeff out to, to Vegas in uh, September. And we're going back to what will end up being, I think the fourth or fifth time to us, Jasmine at Bellagio. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, it's just, it's, it's a Chinese restaurant. It's a little high end, um, but we get the Peking duck in it. It feeds conservatively three people. Realistically, we, we can, you could do four people out of it. You could probably get five out of it if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's just dynamite. So anyway, food for thought next time you guys are around. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions. attractions brought to you by vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future first up is we came as romans it's performing at uh, the 24 oxford club at virgin saturday october 16th show starts at 7 p.m and tickets start at 32 dollars Little Bighorn, or Little Bighorn, (laughs) (laughs) Little Big Town is performing at the theater at Virgin Friday and Saturday, December 3rd and 4th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $49. It just doesn't roll off the tongue, the theater. No. No, it it was much better as the joint. Yeah. AFI is performing at the theater at Virgin Saturday, February 12th, 2022. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $29. Journey is performing at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace, Saturday, December 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $99. And I will tell you what, kids, I think the biggest thing about not living in Vegas for me that I am so jealous for you (laughs) to be able to do is something like this, where Journey is going to be there. It's one night. It's in your backyard. I mean, shit, it's it's at the Coliseum. This is something I would... Absolutely, and I'd probably pay a couple bucks over the the starting price of ninety nine dollars to be able to get to see Journey at the Coliseum in some decent seats. This is this is a that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'm a big Journey fan. No, really? <laughs> I know, hard to believe, right? right? Bare Naked Ladies are performing on the third stage at the Fremont Street Experience Saturday, October 9th. Show started at nine p.m. Admission is free. Which stage is the third stage? Is that the one at the end down by the, uh, by the plaza? D. Oh, the big one right yeah. there by the D. Third stage, oh. yeah. Third that, I would love to go see them live. 
We have seen them live. Oh, I know, yeah, but I'd love to go see them again. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. My memories are getting fuzzy. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I just when I live in Vegas and I see <laughs> all these great acts and artists and outside of free. the usual residencies. Yay! <laughs> that are on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. <laughs> Vince Neal is performing on the Third Street stage at the Fremont Street Experience Saturday, November 24th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Admission is free. And so are all of the chlamydia shots. Yes. So Bring your hand sanitizers enjoy. and body suits and everything else because you're going to need them. <laughs> That's right. You don't want to be at the front of the, like the, by the stage because you might get that spray, which, you know. Icky. Yeah. Ew, Icky. Ew. All right, you guys. Icky. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions uh, calendar, which is on the blog. Well, holy hell, kids, I guess that's going to do it then for episode number 271. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If actually, you'd like to check out any actually, of the stories. Actually, actually, it's 371, not 271, although that's oh, what that's Mark right, had written yeah. in there. <laughs> and I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode number 371. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegastony. What the hell was that? You're, you're forgetting the conversation from last week. Go ahead. Just, just wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. Ask me. Karen. I am at 360vegas. Karen. What are you idiots doing? <laughs> We talked about it last week that I try to, like, off the air, I try to mimic his delivery on oh. his Twitter handle. <laughs> That's why. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't have told me because now I'm going to start trying all kinds of crazy things. I knew exactly what you were doing as soon as you said it, Tony. It's like, oh, I'm going to NPR up this shit all over the place. <laughs> I don't know if it was N- NPR as much as it was. I'm trying to be sexy. <laughs> well, that, then I definitely crashed and burned. <laughs> well, hopefully I didn't. Right. We'll see. <laughs> he just told you where you could find me. So until next time. Yeah!